0: All right. Hello, hello, and welcome everybody back again to a wonderful collaboration episode of Fluently Forward. I am so excited to have on the fabulous, talented Antphrodite for a second time back to the show. Welcome. How you doing?
1: Hi, I'm really good. I'm excited to be back. I had so much fun last time and I'm ready to do it again.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This is, I've been so excited to have you on back. I was so excited to have you on the first time, but for anyone who hasn't listened to our first episode, which first of all, Interesting. You should go listen to it. Um, (laughs) Anfordite, you have been doing celebrity pop culture. I want to say pop culture, psychic tarot readings on YouTube, but you cover the fluently forward breadth of different topics because you do celebrity drama. You also do true crime. You Mm -hmm. also do conspiracies. How would you kind of describe like your place on the internet? Because it is such a cool niche.
1: Um, Well, obviously I'm the pop culture psychic. That's kind of the Phrase that people started calling me, actually. I didn't even invent it. Uh, And I'm sure I'm not the first person to have that title, but that's what everyone started calling me. So I was just like, okay, period. Mm -hmm. Um, But honestly, I literally just was thinking of ways to promote my tarot readings. And people were like, oh, you should do a reading on a celebrity. And I did. And then one of them took off. And it's just been what I've done ever since. And then um, pretty much everything I do is based off of audience suggestion, comments, messages, DMs, replies, Like, I don't really choose many things myself, to be honest. Um, I mean, obviously, I have to feel like I have to be somewhat interested in the topic. But these days, I don't consume too much pop culture because I've been doing it so long. It's kind of like I have like a separation of like my work and my real life. So Mm -hmm. it's nice to have the audience to like tell me what's going on so I can just do the reading. So that's kind of, I I don't know, that's it.
0: Well, I like love the readings you do where you don't know much. Like, I would say Brittany is probably the celebrity you know the most about.
1: Absolutely. But-
0: and I feel like you didn't know a lot. There was a reading you were doing about Taylor Swift, and you were like, "I did not listen to folklore ever more because like I'm a, like I'm into pop. Like why would I listen to that?" But there were so many accurate things. Like when you do a reading on a celebrity that you don't know, you'll be like, "I don't know. I'm kind of getting energy of like, did they ever? I don't know. Like go to Scotland or something." And everybody in the chat is like, "They lived in Scotland for two years. How did you know?" It's all of these crazy things that come up, and I just love watching your videos because your success rate is like 99 percent and we're going to talk about this um when we get into it but some of the examples too like one of the examples i want to bring up later in the episode is you were doing a reading about taylor swift like months ago and you were saying i feel like on her next album there's going to be a couple different songs that are a different energy of taylor swift like one she's going to be kind of owning her mistakes and apologizing and talking about her weak points then Antihero comes out and you had said, she was also gonna be doing a song um, that was kind of like forgiving exes and people in the past and being like, you know what? I'm actually happy that this happened because now look at where things are and a leaked song called All of the Girls was supposed to be on the Lover album. And it basically didn't make it to that album, but you, I mean, you must've picked up on the reading that a song exactly with that message exists. And if anyone's a Patreon subscriber, we we shared obviously the leaked songs on there. And um, the message of the song is everything that you said. It's her singing to Joe's exes and being like, look, oh. you were with all of these girls but actually I'm so thankful for all of the girls because they made you who you are and they brought you to me. And like, I'm so happy for all of the girls.
1: I didn't even know that. So thank mm-hmm. you for giving that validation. I didn't even know that. It's actually funny. Like every time I do a reading, everyone's like, oh, he did his research on everything. I get that comment every single time. And like, I kind of understand it because if, it, if you're watching that video, you're obviously a fan, right? Yes. So in a fandom, you have all this information because you like it. So you're just going to assume, well, I know all this, you're obviously going to know all this. And I'm just like, every video I get that, and I just laugh because I'm like, you guys really think I know everything about everything? Like, imagine how much time I have to spend researching and do all that? Like, I'm sorry, you could not pay me enough money to do that. Like, that is (laughs) way too much effort and work. And like, it's just a lot of mental space, no. Um, And in the beginning of my videos, I always disclose what I know and what I don't know. But people are just like, oh, he's lying. I'm like, I wish. Honestly, and, like, I feel like if you ever watch one of my live streams, I can't keep – I'm, like, scatterbrained. I can't keep a sentence straight. Like, I'm distracted by 50 things. Like, everyone in my real life, my real-life friends make fun of me because I'm, like, completely disorganized. It's, like, I could – I am I could go into this for forever, but, like, I don't even have an internal dialogue. I only see pictures. So it's, like, I can't. I'm like, I was the worst studier. I was the worst at doing my homework. I have shrug- I struggle reading. I'm like, you guys have no idea, but I'm flattered.
0: <laughs> no, it is. And what's really cool too, is like in the readings that you do on celebrities, right? Sometimes you know a little bit about them. Sometimes you don't know any. Mm. I also am so intrigued because your readings are so fun to watch because you just have the gift of gab. You're very charismatic. The way that you Thank phrase you. things is very interesting, but also the energy during different readings. Like you'll do one reading and be like, I'm actually kind of really anxious about this. It's dark energy. Or you'll do another reading and you'll be like, wait a minute, I'm actually loving Kim Kardashian's vibe. Or you'll do a reading on a couple and you'll be like, I'm getting nothing from this one person and I'm getting everything from the other. So maybe it is some sort of PR relationship or something going on. And I find that interesting too. I always find it funny too, when I listen to um, somebody doing a reading like on tarot and isn't it like if you sneeze or if you burp, that's like a confirmation or something?
1: Sometimes. It depends. Like when I'm, I'm channeling yeah. a lot, I burp. Well, so. I'm
0: waiting for the day that like a reader like farts or like shits on live and then they're like, oh my <laughs> God, it's like definitely real.
1: No, stop. Because that sometimes happens when I do like a release thing, like a spell or whatever, <laughs> like a manifestation. But it, it's just... Yeah. I mean, I try to, so my, the point of my celebrity readings is to try to use whatever's going on with the celebrity so that you can relate to it. So mm-hmm. when I do a reading, yeah, there's a topic, but I'm trying to get the energies of the people. So you can see who you can connect to and who you relate to, and you can relate it to your personal life. That's the point. So that's kind of why I go into that. And like, I think Kim is a great example of someone that like, I understand her dynamic with men. Cause I have similar dynamics, which I wouldn't expect. And like, honestly, I, it's not that I like him, but I didn't give a crap about Kim before, but after doing my readings, I'm like, oh, maybe there's something to it, but it's not that deep for me because I'm like, well, whatever with the Kardashians, but yeah.
0: Is there somebody who, oh my God, I should ask you about Tom Hanks because like I get the worst energy off of him. I think that he's like fucked up, but everybody loves him. And I just find it so interesting, the dichotomy between who the public loves versus who's awful behind hidden doors or who the public decided to hate this month, right? Like right now it's Hailey Bieber, but we actually, maybe they're really sweet behind doors. And you only know this if either like you're picking up on their energy or if you actually like are their friend and we aren't these celebrities friends. So, so much of what we think about them is perception. So like, who do you have a read on that most people wouldn't expect?
1: I mean, something I've learned, especially being a YouTuber um, and an influencer is that the people that have squeaky clean images are always the worst, Mm. Um, always, because they're so busy making their lives perfect, they're like controlling, and they're usually narcissists or narcissistic, have high narcissistic tendencies, Um, because like, think about it, if you were a good person, it's a lot easier for you to get like manipulated or portrayed as something bad. Because you're easier to fall into traps you make more mistakes narcissists don't make mistakes when people with narcissistic tendencies don't tend to make mistakes they end up becoming ceos so i think sometimes people forget that especially if someone's getting attacked or canceled on the internet whatever they forget that like odds are something was posted that created this and another thing i always have learned is whoever makes the first video or the first remark or the first tweet is 99.9 of the time the one who caused it and the bad guy because mm-hmm. Think about it this way with celebrities, they're always trying to get ahead of the narrative. Oh, this story is going to be put out on on Friday. We need to make we need to make a statement on Monday. That's exactly how everything is. It's like if I whoever throws the first stone, whoever makes the first statement steers the narrative of the entire thing. Um as far as celebrities, I feel like honestly there's not really anyone that like sticks out to me as like, oh, everyone loves them and I you know, I think that they're bad but like It's kind of a blanket statement for me. If everyone loves them, it's usually a red flag to me. Um, Again, charm and charisma is sometimes not always used nicely. Um, So you never know. But um, I will say most of the celebrities I read are motivated by um, advancement, whether that be more money or more fame. So I guess it depends on your definition of bad. Like some people might see that as really evil. Your perspective some people might see that as necessary so I'm sure mm. the celebrities see that as necessary especially if they're in it so long so yeah
0: I think it's funny too how like this idea of most celebrities right some they're all ambitious some of them are singers some of them are businessmen a lot of people are actors and I find that so funny too because over on Patreon we were doing blind items on the cast of Lord of the Rings and um Sean Astin, he plays Samwise, you know, basically Mm -hmm. like Frodo's lovable sidekick best friend who's just like so selfless. And he also plays the nice guy in Stranger Things. He's like a Tom Hanks where like every character, you're like, oh my God, like I love him, neighborhood dad. And the blind items were like, this guy sucks. Like he's awful. Like allegedly he's like abused women. And people were talking about that on Reddit. And there was one comment that was so delusional and hypocritical because the first half of it went, no way, like there's no way that he ever could like think about it. He plays all of these nice characters. How could he be a bad guy? And then they said- He played a villain in one role, but that's just because he's so talented as as an actor. And I'm like, yeah, an actor, a person who's acting. Like the way that people say they use to, like they'll say "Um, Meghan Markle and Amber Heard. If they do anything nice, they're acting and they're just being an actress. But if they have a moment where they mess up, that's not them acting. You know, like people turn on and off this idea of um, is somebody acting or are they actually being themselves? And it is hard to tell, but I really think that like people can be a good actor. I don't think that they're acting all of the time a hundred percent. I think that moments, you know, of realness slip through the cracks. But it's really funny how people pick and choose when they want to say somebody's being manipulative.
1: I think it's a combination of two things. First of all, um people love caping for celebrity. It's the cringiest thing to me. I don't understand <laughs> yes. it. Like I could talk about this forever. And I have so much beef with it. Like people who defend celebrities so hard have never met one. Like I just, it's they like, you just don't understand it. You've never talked to them. I've talked to a lot of them actually. And it's just, they're pretty much mostly the same. It's like, they don't care. They want you to talk about them. It makes them money. So whatever, I'm not gonna go into it right now. I'm sure we'll talk about that later. But my point being is that when you love something or love someone and they have pulled the wool over your eyes it is very hard to admit, especially if you're like, I'm a smart person. You just dig your
0: heels in deeper, yeah. And
1: I think that's what happens with celebrities where they're like, no, I know this person. Like, I'm not crazy. I'm a good judge of character. Like, I'm not, no, it's everyone else. And it's an ego response. And it's really hard to drop your ego and be like, maybe they really did dupe me.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of
1: people can relate to that with like exes. Like, I mean, I've had that situation with guys from my past where I'm like, wow. Like, I can't believe I wasted so much time. Like you actually did play me the whole time. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah.
0: I know, but it's, and it's so hard with like someone like exes or whatever, because then you're like, oh my God, like if I was so, if I fell for that, then like, how can I trust myself not to fall for it again? It would be so funny if there's like a little club for stance and it's like, I was a fan of Taylor Swift, but like now I'm not. And like, I'll never be able to be a fan of anyone else ever again. You
1: know? I mean, honestly, there is a club. It's called Anties. Anti fans are basically.
0: <gasps> oh my God. Yeah. Once who have
1: converted. Yeah.
0: Next Evo Naturals, the only CBD I take, and I got to be honest, about an hour ago, I took some. I love taking CBD products from Next Evo. There's so many different times I like to use it. Today, I had one of those days where you wake up on the wrong side of the bed, you get out of bed, you stub your toe, your AirPods aren't connecting, and you find yourself so irritated and you want to get just a little less irritated. I took a couple of the Berry Gummies, I'm looking at them right now, and then... It's in chill city. It's fantastic. So I love taking these CBD gummies. They also have capsules. If you have too much coffee, if you just had a bad work meeting and you just want a little bit of a life hack to relax. So next Evo Naturals, they are scientifically formulated by a consumer product team with decades of experience and each product is tested to rigorous standards. They use something called Smart Sorb CBD and it's proven for 30 times better absorption in the first 30 minutes cuz you don't want to wait 2 hours to feel good. So you can make CBD a part of reaching your full potential with Next Evo Naturals go to nextevo.com/podcast and then use the promo code fluently to get 20% off of your first order of $40 or more. So that is 20% off $40 or more at nextevo.com/podcast with code fluently. Okay, well let's kick some things off on here. Oh, I also wanted to mention too, along with your um, pop culture readings, you also do weekly pick a card. It's like mm-hmm. on uh, TikTok or, and Twitter. You also do monthly readings, which like it is the best time of the month every month when you drop Aww. it. Can I confirm, you. are you supposed to uh, watch those readings for your big three, right? Like sun, moon, rising, or are you supposed to do just sun?
1: I mean, I set the intention for most people to use their sun sign um, just because I feel like it's easier. Mm -hmm. Um, But technically, you can look for your cause moon is your emotions. So if something is more like emotional, you can definitely check that. And your rising is kind of like setting the stage for your life. So you could check those as well. Um I just try to keep everything I do as simple as possible for people who are like new to astrology and stuff because it gets very yeah. confusing. But yeah, you absolutely could check those as well for sure.
0: Okay. I love it. And then you also do crumble cookie reviews, which like I don't know why, but those videos of yours are like crack to me. Like everyone goes nuts for them. I don't know why we love watching you eat cookies. <laughs>
1: When I tell you I get so much hate, like TikTok is nothing but hate <laughs> for me. Like I have one video that has like 1.3 million of me eating crumble cookies. And an, uh-huh. another one has like 900K right now and is growing. And every time they're just like, I'm sick and tired of the way you eat. Like you're so loud. <laughs> like you chew so disgustingly. And people threaten to like attack me. I've had people threaten to punch me and like call me slurs over crumble cookies. Like when I tell you they hate me. And it makes me laugh because I'm like, first of all, my friends in real life think it's the funniest thing ever. They will literally scroll through my comment section on my Crumble <laughs> videos laughing at it because these people are so irrationally angry and hatred filled over a cookie. And down to like small things, like I don't understand why you don't break the cookie. I'm like, what? I bit into it. Why do you take so many bites? Because I'm trying it. Like, it's just like crazy stuff. And so I just keep doing because I think it's funny. <laughs> And like, I'm ordering the cookies anyway. So I might as well make the TikTok and like, whatever. It's not that deep. And also, like, TikTok, I want it to be fun. Like, I do tarot on everything. So I do two tarot sometimes on TikTok, but I get exhausted doing that. And people just think that that's like the only thing they know me for. So I'm like, I'm more than just tarot. So my TikTok is just like a hodgepodge of like my thoughts, my random feelings, readings, vlogs, and me eating food. So I don't know. I just have fun with TikTok. I don't take it that serious. And I just feel like everyone's so. Upset, so go check out my crumble videos because <laughs> yeah, apparently they're,
0: fun. <laughs>
1: they're controversial. The way I eat, so. no, they're
0: really bad. And t- I just quit TikTok like a couple months ago, probably for okay. like, uh, or sorry, a couple weeks ago. God, it's brutal on there, but whatever. I have
1: all noties muted on there, so
0: yeah. God, the internet is wild. Well, speaking of the internet being wild, I'm so excited to dive into this first topic, which has been beaten over the head with a hammer way too much. So we won't get super into it, but the Selena Gomez, Hailey Bieber beef round 77, right? (laughs) Is happening right now with eyebrow laminations and TikTok videos and quitting social media. This beef is kind of ancient. I just did a video um, last week, AKA today, saying that I feel like there could almost be some sort of attraction on either end just because like I don't know, I've never been obsessed with someone for like 10 years straight. Like, I just wonder, like, is there something else going on underneath the surface? And I know that Selena, you know, has alluded to being bisexual or open to Mm -hmm. that. Um, Haley, I don't think ever has, but I know that they're both religious. And part of me wonders, I mean, maybe because I've had a personal experience with this and I know fellow other bi or pan individuals have, where there's someone of the same gender and you're like, I'm obsessed with them. But I just can't say out loud that I'm attracted to them. So I'm going to say that I hate them because then that's the reason why I'm obsessed with them. And it's not because I'm into them. When you read them, do you get... And I know that you've said in one of your readings that Selena, you pick up on the energy that Selena feels really bad for Haley Mm -hmm. um, because she had to give up her career to be with Justin. But what do you pick up between them in terms of like how they view each other and why this obsession continues?
1: I think it's possible. Um, I think the connection between the two of them ebbs and flows sometimes it's good sometimes it's bad um i think for selena i do think she pities Haley, um but i also think she's reached her breaking point in life with a lot of things so selena is just passive aggressively lashing out at everyone like anyone that slights her she's just going and I, i said that in my video where she's just going for the juggler at this point because she's tired and you know i think the fans don't help but this is this is my take on it and this might upset people. Haley wouldn't be so upset at Selena's fans attacking her if she had any fans. And I don't mm. say that to be mean. I'm saying that as you don't give us anything to talk about. so we're gonna talk about Selena. If you gave us something interesting, a flip, I don't know, a, a an art something, give us something, do something, twirl and give us a beautiful gown. I don't know something. You give us nothing except your husband. So you can't be surprised that they don't have anything else to talk about. The one number one rule of celebrity is that if you want to get people to stop talking about something, distract them. So give us something else. She can't, because she doesn't have anything. And I and I say that with all due respect. She's boring. And you're gonna be boring when you don't know who you are. Mm-hmm. So it's like she needs to discover herself, but she's so in like wrapped up in in fixing Justin Bieber, allegedly, um, Mm. in my opinion. (laughs) Um, She's so wrapped up in that, that she can't see that far. And like, she's just like stuck. And I think she's stuck years ago. And, you know, I think the dynamic between the two of them is that she's kind of obsessed and doesn't want to admit it, eat to herself, and she got caught. Bringing up because, like, I get, like I said in the video, if you see something like, oh, I don't like this bitch and I just saw her doing something, you're going to talk to your friend and just bring it up because it's fresh in your mind. Not because you're like mad at the girl, but because like you were stalking her page, you saw she had red shoes, and now you're like, you know, I was thinking about getting a new pair of red shoes, and then here comes fucking Kylie Jenner being an idiot and posting it. You know what I mean? So it's like, I really think that's what happened. Um, I don't think anyone's like necessarily bullying. I think that (sighs) I'll keep this short. People who are rich or who are Nepo babies will never be cool. You are the antithesis of cool. So, they're obsessed with people who are cool because they have something they will never have. That's why Mm. these Nepo babies date celebrities. Justin Bieber's cool, so she wants, she's a Nepo baby, she wants someone cool. Um, uh, Kylie Jenner, she's a Nepo baby, she wants someone cool, so she dates these rappers and these people who are cool, who have clout because they're cool. That, they need cool factor. That's the only way you can get in the circle because you'll never be accepted unless you're another Nepo baby in their, you know, hierarchy. So they need someone cool to like bring on their arm and be like, isn't this cool? I'm so interesting because they're boring and they'll always be boring. And so I just think it's like for once, there's a, there's a, a, so you're married to this guy and he is cool. You're not cool. And his ex is cool. And she's only gotten cooler. That's what it is. I really think that's what it boils down to is like, she's, just a boring nepo baby. I know that's my, maybe that's mean to some people, but I just well, think no, it's true. no, I mean, true. I think
0: like the most fascinating and interesting thing about Haley Bieber is how she manages to be so consistently uninteresting despite having a million and a half chances. Do a cooking show. Make look books. Do a streetwear line. Go traveling and vlog your travels. Get into interior design. Team up with someone. Go do like the Chrissy Teigen effect where like you don't really have a talent, but you'll do a cookbook and then you'll model and then right. you'll be on some lip syncing thing as like a host. Um, or they're
1: Kardashians. They don't have yes. talents.
0: Yeah. No one cares. So, because I, I think like Cause they the entertain most, us. That's the thing, like her talent yeah. is, um, I guess just like being neutral and literally every single thing. Maybe we should send her to war zones and just be like, maybe everyone would would like chill out. If like Hailey Bieber's there, they would just sit around and be like, actually we're all just gonna decide to like talk about why she's so beige instead of doing what we're doing. There's an idea. I do
1: think she's sweet though. I have a reading that I did months ago on her and I actually really like her energy and I can relate to some things about her. I think she's really sweet. I just think that she doesn't have a thing to channel that into, so she's just floating.
0: Yeah, and you know what? I find it so funny. Like everybody was talking about nepo babies, and everyone also too talks about mean girls. And even I've been called this. Other podcasters have been called it. I find it so fascinating. Which, first of all, you never hear a man being called a mean man or a mean boy. Like I said something once about Amber Heard, and I think I i think it was actually maybe when we did our podcast and we were like, "Oh, the you know, like I Johnny Depp, I think is worse, but Amber Heard, I'm sure was not like a hundred percent perfect in this." And I I remember listening to, I think it was Andrew Schultz, like he has a podcast called Fragrant or something. And for 30 minutes, they were talking about how they would still bang the shit out of Amber Heard, even though she's crazy because they're sure she gives great head. And I'm like, uh-huh. I got so much shit over that one sentence, and they did an entire podcast talking about how they would like get into her holes despite what happened. And like nobody's in their comments being like, you're a mean per, you're a mean man, you're a mean boy. Anyway, rant over. But like when it comes, this idea is just for everyone. So with recent celebrities, is Kylie mean? Is Hailey a mean girl? Is Selena secretly a mean girl by weaponizing her victimhood? Why do you think people are so obsessed with calling celebrities mean girls? And is this something that you pick up on in your readings?
1: They're jealous. I, it's just, <laughs> I, like, I get it. Like, you know, these celebrities seem to have it all together. They're popular. They're dating hot people and they have all this money. I mean, you don't see all their struggles because they don't show it to you. But for the most part, they have an easier life than most people. So Mm -hmm. yeah, I think it's normal to be jealous or envious of that. I think that's a normal feeling to have. And probably most people should have that. Um, And so you want to find something that you can take them down with or be, (gasps) excuse me, upset about.
0: Oh, you hiccup. That means it's the truth. (laughs) I know.
1: I know. And now I just burped. So there you go. Um, <laughs> no, but I think I think at the end of the day, I just think it's a little bit of jealousy. And um, I also just think they want to relate more who hasn't had a mean girl experience. So they want to relate more. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: I think people like to pick sides. It's just something people like to do. They like to have sides. It's just something interesting to get upset about. I don't know. Like people are I bored. It, you're right. I, like, I don't it, know. It does
0: make people feel comfortable. I think like everything in life is nuanced and shades of gray. And people, especially online, They want to live in the black and the white and the binaries. And that's even how code is written on the internet. Are like zeros and ones, zeros and ones, black and white. And it makes people feel so comfortable to say, I'm on this team and everything they do is wrong. And everything they do is right. Um, Those methods are really comfortable.
1: If I took a fight between you and someone and I just isolated it and you were being mean in that particular fight. Is it fair to label you a mean girl or do you have a mean moment? And maybe your mean moment was justified. I think people forget that. Like we've all been mean. We can all be mean and we're all going to have mean moments. But do we feel like it was justified or do we think we were overreacting? That's really the reflective part. You're not allowed to reflect on the internet. So it's just whatever (laughs) I perceive is reality, even though it's not.
0: Yeah, and you know what? Those people might be. You're reading actually for Gemini, so both for you and me in March, you said that we were gonna deliver like a vicious bitch slap monologue to someone this month, and I already know who I'm bitch slapping out. Like you, I was like, yeah, I am, because we all do have mean girl moments, and I was like, I'm excited for it. It's probably gonna happen in a couple of weeks.
1: <laughs> I. It's funny because I was like, I don't know who I'm gonna do that with, and then the other day, yeah, I know who it's gonna be. Literally, it's I was always
0: like, accurate.
1: Fuck, I was like, ah. <laughs> But you know what? It's been a long time coming, so cheers. <laughs>
0: exactly. <laughs> very well deserved. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. So BetterHelp is online therapy. It's very convenient, very easy to use. If you've never done therapy before, it's a great like first step to see what it's like. I think a lot of people are kind of nervous about trying out therapy, but I personally I love therapy, I love therapy when anything traumatic happens, when you do a move, when you go through a breakup, when you get or you lose a job, but it's also helpful, I think, too, just to help with your self-awareness, right? Your understanding, and your thought patterns. Do I need to set boundaries? How do I do that? Can somebody help give me a script for a hard conversation I'm about to have with a friend or a lover? anything. So I think it's fantastic. If you are thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. So you can discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com fluently today, and you can get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com help, slash fluently. Now, your other readings that I love are your Royals readings, because I think there are some celebrities like the Kardashians, we see so much of them, we hear so much of them. People like the Royals are businessmen, other than Elon Musk, who's like, you also see too much of him. But people who don't show that much of themselves, I love your readings on them, because it's finally a chance to dive in. Your reading on Will and Kate was especially interesting to me, because you were basically saying that Will... Thinks so highly of Kate, and she has her shit together. She knows what she wants. She's ambitious. She's gonna get it done. And he tells her everything. Like he really confides in her. She's really his second in command. And I had just kind of pictured them as like a cold royal family eating at either ends of the banquet hall. What do you pick up on when you read, especially them or the royals in particular?
1: So honestly, I. I am so bad at understanding the royal dynamic. I just don't care. Like, and I, mm-hmm. and people are like, you're lying. I'm like, one, I'm not British, but two, it's just like the idea of a monarchy or a royalty is just so lame to me. Yeah. I like Princess Diana, but that was it. Like, so, like, I don't know. Like, for me, I don't understand why people are so controversial and so obsessed with it. Also, I feel like, like, random things will happen. Like, people will be like, oh, Prince Harry has always been the ugly one. I'm like, I thought he was attractive. And then oh, everyone's yeah. just like, you don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, okay. I'm like, I don't know. Maybe I just like gingers. I don't know. So They're it's like, like- Why don't
0: you go choke on your crumble cookie?
1: <laughs> I know. I'm like, okay. I mean, I think he's very attractive. So I don't know. Anyways, regardless, the point being is that I feel like with um, William and Kate, I feel like they know the, the, the deal. They follow mm-hmm. the rules. I think both of them are very rule-oriented, structure-based, and they want to carry on traditions. Um, and I think- I remember I did a reading recently where I said that he wants to disturb because I think Harry said something about like I want we we made a pact as children to like change the system. They both st- he feels like his brother hasn't done that and like went back on that, but he just has a different way of doing it.
0: Mm-hmm. Like
1: I see him as someone that like let me follow the rules until I get there and then once I'm where I need to be, I will change things slowly, whereas Harry just wants to take a wrecking ball, like Miley Cyrus and break everything. Mm-hmm. Um so I think their dynamics and their relationships mirror that where it's like harry is like chaos and just like rebellious and all over the place and so his partner same thing same energy and then it's like william and kate are more of along the lines of like um let's you know have a plan let's enact it let's support each other let's be they're like just more traditional
0: yeah, yeah. i don't know and I, I think they're all born you were talking about no, honestly, I think the same, too. Like, I don't know. And it's funny, too, because everyone's basically saying, like, is the monarchy going to stick around? Are they going to have to, I don't know, start some damn YouTube channel to keep people interested? Or are people going to be over them within, like, 10 years? I think it's going to be... That part will be interesting to see. I'm They're also never going to be over
1: them. They're celebrities at this point.
0: Oh, okay. So you think that the monarchy is still going to be around for a while?
1: Even if it's not a monarchy, people are obsessed with them. They're like the Kardashians, so...
0: Yeah. And Harry and Meghan, I think, has just... Now it's made the entire family into such a spectacle. Releasing of the memoir, like, we found out things about the royal... I never thought a, a member of the royal family would be talking about his and penis and an audiobook and everything like that, which just, like, really ramped everything up to a whole new level.
1: And um, I just... Honestly, like, I could talk about that, because when someone sent me that thing, because they're like, you yeah. need to read on this, and they tagged me in that
0: my penis was oscillating between borderline traumatized and something, something.
1: I don't know. For me, it's like, tell me you don't have sex without telling me you don't have sex. I just feel like people (laughs) that write things like that are just frustrated sexually. So I'm just like, I don't know. It's so cringe. Like, I don't understand, like...
0: Or his first time with the woman and how she treated him, not unlike a young steed, quick smack off to the rumpus like why do i remember certain phrases of this but yeah it's just
1: giving like reddit mod like i don't <laughs> it's like so cringe i'm just like oh i don't know i don't understand him i just i don't know
0: yeah they we'll see what happens with them because i mean as long as harry and megan i think stay where they are like they're perpetually going to be talked about until they die so and I, they both love that yeah true. that Kendall Jenner and Bad Bunny, you did a reading on them because there were rumors that they were dating. You basically said in this reading that it seems like if anything's happening, they're just hooking up because they both read as very emotionally unavailable. Um And then I think you and I have both said that, you know, I could see Kendall not being a hundred percent straight, you know, mm-hmm. not allegedly at all. mm. allegedly, not at all. <laughs> How do you read something like that? Like, is there a way to read orientation or queerness in tarot, or is this more of just like an energy you pick up on someone?
1: Both. So I do have specific cards designated to certain things. Uh, Temperance for me is like bi-curiosity. Fool is my gay card. Strength can sometimes be lesbian, sometimes also fool. Uh, Bisexuality is two of swords. Um, Nine of swords in the closet. Sometimes page of wands is coming out. So there's a couple of cards that specifically designate that for me if I set the intention. Um, I'm only able to get information that I am allowed to see. Um, I think sometimes people like... Get so upset, like why are you reading this? You're not. Da, da, da. I'm not the one getting the information. I'm literally a messenger, it's channeled through me. So, in order for you to be like, Oh, you shouldn't do a reading on this person, you're breaking ethics, that whatever. Um, that means that you think that I have powers over other people, which is weird. And I always say that like, cause like some people are like, I'm intuitive and you shouldn't be doing that. I'm like, you might just have high levels of narcissistic tendencies because you th- seem to think that you're a God and that you have powers over other people. I don't, I'm a regular person just like everyone else who can sometimes hear and tap into energy that other people can't. So I'm only telling you what I hear and see. So take it up with whoever's giving me the information. Okay, mm-hmm. that's how I always feel. As far as specifically Kendall Jenner, Um, It's the energy. I don't know. There's just something about her energy that's very, it's like a mix of like dominant, masculine, and nonchalant and awareness that I just recognize in a lot of the people that are bisexual or lesbian in my life experience. It's like when I'm I'm doing a reading, I'm in that person's energy. So if I'm feeling feelings, it's their feelings. So it's like I'm in her energy and I'm like, I recognize this.
0: So I think that's just what it is. What's really interesting, too, is that multiple times when you've read Kendall, you have said in your readings that she's almost, like, trepidatious or kind of, like, disgusted by these women in her life. Where, like, Hailey Bieber, you got, like, sicked to a man and he's now ruining your life. And, like, Kylie, like, these men are ruining your life. And, like, Chloe, this man comes in and, like, he ruined your self-esteem and, like, you know, isn't raising your child together. And, like, Kim and Courtney, that she's kind of very much... um, skittish of kind of getting into a relationship because she looks at all of the women in her life and around her and she's like you guys like let yourself get sucked in by this like awful guy and now you're not doing as well as you could be because you let him drag you down and like I just don't want that to happen to me which I think I could totally see that.
1: Yeah I feel like she's just I think she's a little mean I'm not gonna lie. Um Mean
0: girl energy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't blame her I would be the same way. I, like, literally would be the exact same way, especially growing up and what she grew up in and being as hot as she is. I would totally be the same way. Um, But I just think she's smarter than everyone else. So I don't think she's the smartest person in the world. I mean, clearly she couldn't cut a cucumber, but I think she's smarter (laughs) than her sisters. And I know the bar is low, but I think she's smarter than them. And especially with um, men. I know you
0: said smarter. Do you think that she's a natural born athlete? What was that quick quiz? (laughs) She has a quote where she's like, I took a blood test and they say that I'm a natural born athlete. Do you get yeah,
1: I th- I don't know. I just <laughs> honestly, I just think that's why I said like the bar is pretty low. I think yeah. it's more, I think I should probably make sure I clarify that when it comes to relationships. Like, so maybe she's more emotionally intelligent. That could be what it is. But mm. whatever it is, I think she's more savvy with people than all of them, which makes her smarter in that aspect. But perhaps yeah. it's her emotional intelligence. Um, but again, the bar is so freaking low with those girls, like. Yeah. It blows my mind every single day. The stuff that I, excuse me, it's the truth. The stuff that I hear <laughs> um, about them, like, I'm just like, it's like, you're, and they're not even dumb on purpose. Yeah. They're just dumb.
0: And the way that the next generation, like the way that North and um, Chicago and Penelope and May, like all of them, it's like, they will be around forever. Talk about a monarchy. Like they're going to be around forever. I
1: know. But it's also kind of crazy that North is smarter than Kim. It's like, already. It's like, oh my God. And everyone's like, oh, that's so crazy. North is a genius. I'm like, I think North is at the regular level she's supposed to be. <laughs> and not yeah. to read, but it's the truth. <laughs> like, Kim is just a little behind.
0: That's that's really dead on. Oh God, I love that. <laughs> well, speaking of trying to read for queerness and tarot, one of the things I've been dying to ask you about is Taylor Swift and Carly Kloss, I feel like this idea of Gail or Swift is just rising and rising. We have Rolling Stone writing articles about it. I think you know how I feel. I personally think she's with Joe, but I think that she's dabbled in the past with women. When you look at Taylor Swift and Carly Kloss, do you read a friendship, a betrayal, um, a romance gone wrong? What do you see between the two of them?
1: Okay, I have never done a reading on these two. First of all, I kind of don't know- It would go
0: viral if you did.
1: Yeah. I kind of don't know who Carly Kloss is. I just know her because everyone's like, you need to do a reading on Taylor Swift and Carly Kloss. (laughs) So, I like Taylor Swift, but I'm a very casual, I've talked about this, very casual Taylor Swift fan. And, um, especially like a lot of her feuds, I was not on her side. Mm -hmm. I'm a Katie cat. So, Katie versus Taylor, (laughs) I was on Katie's side. So, you know, it's not, but I still like Taylor. I was like, I like both of them, but I'm on Katie's side. But anyways, so I don't really know too much about who she is or what she does. The reason why I haven't done the reading is I am terrified that Taylor will come for me or yeah. sue me. I am oh. very scared. I have been threatened more times than I can count by tons of different people. And i that's why everyone's always like, you don't have to say this, you don't have to say that. Why won't you do this? Yeah, it's because you don't live my life. I am like cease and desist, fucking messages, threats, emails, like you name it, like blackball from things like people are crazy. Um, which is, I don't even get that many views. Like, I'm not even the most, like, subscribed to or followed or viewed, like, YouTuber. But I'm like, I guess I'm just too accurate. Like, I just, yeah. like, but it's, con- I'm constantly threatened and I'm terrified. I might just bite the bullet and do it. But I, that one is just one I'm so scared. Because it's like, I the amount of people that have come for me. And, like, I've, I have a... I talked about this earlier when we were talking about like people cape for celebrities. I've had people attack me over doing reading on a celebrity and like, you're rude, you shouldn't do that. And then the celebrity reach out to me and be like, I love that. So it's just so annoying, so annoying. And I've been reached out to from like B-list to Z-list celebrities to Um, A-list. I have worked-
0: I remember uh, Alyssa Violet commented on one of your videos saying that it was completely accurate. You don't have to like share names unless you want to, but like how often does that happen where somebody's like, no, you got it
1: dead on. Honestly, a lot more often than I would think. Because I assume nobody watches my videos. I'm irrelevant. I don't get that many views. Like, I mean, I get a decent amount of views, but I'm not getting millions. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, period. Yeah. But for me, I'm like, oh, no one's going to freaking watch this. But what I've learned is like someone's assistant or stylist, whatever, watches it and shares it with them. Oh. So I like, yeah. And I mean, one thing I have learned is that like, um, the people who are like A-list will reach out to me directly. Um, the people who are like lower on the list will have a, a assistant reach out to me, which is a really funny observation. Um, the people who are the meanest are influencers, always the meanest, always the first to threaten me. I will say, here's what I'll share. I'll give you, I'll give you something. I, I'm not gonna tell you because there's a couple of people who are really big names that have reached yeah, out. Yeah, you to can me, make it
0: a blind item.
1: I I have had multiple people. This has happened to me multiple times. Reach out to me and. It's very clear that they're trying to gather information about me to run either a background check or to ask about me because they think that I have access, allegedly, they think that I have access to information.
0: Oh, oh my God. What I did they don't. ask? Like your middle name or like your job <laughs> Just dog? things,
1: things, yeah. and I'm not stupid. And I mean, I don't have anything to hide. So I'm like, go ahead, sis. Um, but like, I'm, I've am i had a lot of in- situations where people are either trying to run some sort of check on me or allegedly, or they're trying to figure out if I know someone or whatever, because I was so accurate, at least in my opinion, um, that they're trying to figure out who the mole is or who the leak is.
0: Oh, yes. Oh, my God. Remember when that story came out about like Kim Kardashian telling different people what she was going to name her child, and then when it leaked to... God, I mean, maybe she was a little bit smart then. Um, and then when it leaked to the magazine, being like, okay, it was the babysitter, and now like we can fire her. Like, I love stories like that.
1: Yeah. So I think it was... I, I've had a lot of instances. Actually, most of my instances have been something like that, which is yeah. really funny to me because I'm like, really? Like
0: yeah, are you? Do you just write back? You're like you non-believer. Like you think no, that I, don't I don't care. Have a talent? Yeah, I
1: think that's another thing. I think they get upset because I'm like not phased. Mm. <laughs> like because yeah. I mean I don't. I it's not that I don't like celebrity, but I've said this before. Regular people are more interesting to me. So it's just like I'm not like fangirling when they message me. I'm like oh sweet. Like I'm really thankful. Da da da. And I'll just tell them what what they're asking for, whatever. I'm like it's not stupid. Like I already know what you're doing, but I don't care because I don't have anything to hide. So, and I'm also like, not uh, like, oh my God, like, please notice me. I'm like,
0: well, you cringe. notice that happen with some people's content where like, they'll talk about like a celebrity or a topic and then that person will reach out to them. And then they're suddenly never shit talking that celebrity. They always love, love, love oh, like they're wearing no. on the red carpet. And it's just like, it's so transparent to me, you know?
1: No, because they're never going to do anything for me. That's still, No one's ever done, yeah. like, no one, there's only like one or two that have done something for me, but they're never going to do like something amazingly big for me. Are you kidding me? No. Yeah. Tell me more about myself.
0: Okay. So maybe one day we will be getting a little Taylor Swift, Carly Closs reading. It's possible. Um, and, but does it make you nervous? I, what I'm picking up is that it makes you nervous to do it because you do see something happening between them.
1: I mean, I don't, I, here's my opinion. Yeah. in my opinion, allegedly, for entertainment was only, yes. I do not believe Taylor Swift is straight. And I've mm-hmm. said that multiple times. So obviously I don't know the full dynamic between the two of them, but if it's as strong as everyone's like saying, because I've seen like, everyone's like, oh, you don't understand. They're telling me there's like fucking eyeballs and like <laughs> yes. something with the record and the eyeball. And I'm like, that's the a I lot agree. for me. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So clearly you guys have some sort of there's something there, right? So it <laughs> yeah. wouldn't shock me if that's one of the ones. Cause, like, again, you're not gonna convince me she's 100% straight. You're just not, especially her being Selena's best friend.
0: Yeah, no, I hear that. Or just like even being like a celebrity who's been in Hollywood for the last like 20 years. You know what I mean? Like, I just feel like shit happens there. This show is sponsored by Third Love. Are you looking for a bra that makes your boobs look and feel amazing and is actually super comfortable to wear all day? When I think of bras and underwear, my main thought is that I don't want to be thinking about them. If I'm ever aware of the fact that I have underwear or a bra on, it's usually in a bad way because it's irritating me or poking or too tight or too loose. But Third Love has this great fitting sizing guide and their material is great so i wear their thongs every single day and their bra the 24 7 classic t-shirt bra it's a great everyday go-to bra they have straps that aren't going to slip they're going to stay in place all day and they come in over 60 sizes rather than the usual like eight that you'll see in other places they also do half cup sizes so you can get a perfect fit and you're not going to have that uh cup gape you know you know when that happens with a t-shirt and you're so embarrassed when you see it out in public so this is a great everyday bra it's going to be invisible under your clothes if you want to ditch your bad bras and get a better one that makes you look and feel great upgrade your bra today and get 20 percent off your first order today at thirdlove.com fluently that's 20 off your first order today at thirdlove.com fluently now, speaking of uh, people who bring some drama, Andrew Tate, you did a reading on him, and normally I'm like, let's not give Andrew Tate any airtime, but now that he's behind bars, I'm like, it's fine, because it's not gonna mm. help him. Your reading was just very interesting, and I completely agreed with what you said, and you were basically saying, He's just the most selfish person ever. Like, he only does something for his own benefit and his own gain. And I think, you know, unless you're, like, a fanboy who's, like, sucking his dick online, it's so easy to read that. This man's, like, a grifter who just wants money and cars for himself. And, like, that's it, kind of.
1: There's so many times I could have did a video on him and it would have gotten so many views and I just refused and this was before everyone decided to stop doing videos on him. I was literally at the forefront of being like, I don't really feel comfortable doing a video on him because I feel like it's obvious and also I don't want to platform it. Mm-hmm. Which everyone was just like, "You being dramatic. And then all of a sudden everyone jumped on the bandwagon. They got a bunch of clout for being like condemning him. And I'm like, okay, you can't make videos on him and then realize what you did and then condemn him and get kudos for it. The people yeah. who should have got kudos were people who were not doing it in the beginning, like me, but that's fine. I'm a little bitter about that because I got nothing for not doing that. And everyone else is like, oh, I thank you so much for making six videos about him and making like thousands of dollars off of him and then condemning him and making another couple thousand dollars off of him. Like literally screw you. But anyways, yeah, It's a whole nother influencer problem that I could go into forever and how fake everyone is. But my thing is with him, I feel like at the end of the day, do I think that he really believes what he's saying? I think maybe eventually he did because he believed his own bullshit. Um, but at the start, no. I think that it was just a way to get attention and to pro- like, like push forward whatever he wanted to push forward and people are disposable to him and that's it. I feel like the whole Andrew Tate like gaining interest is twofold. One, the algorithm. Mm-hmm. The algorithm pushed him because he was controversial. I've been saying for so long that the algorithm is the number one reason why the internet sucks right now. Um, because the only things that matter are things that piss people off. You, we could get mad at people be like, why are you reacting to this? But they're human. They're emotional. They're going to get angry and reply. So, and as long as humans are like that, which they will always be that way, the algorithm is going to be that well, the way. the so algorithm, they put it inflames cards...
0: people more. Yeah. Because you watch, you hate watch a video that you're pissed off about and then it sends you more and more and then you send it to a friend and then you guys bitch about it. And then we wonder why we're walking around miserable, anxious, and depressed all the time. And I think that there, you know, there's a wide variety of reasons for that. But one of them is that like when I break down what the content that I'm watching online, it's not giving me happy-go-lucky, kick-my-feet-enjoy feelings, normally it's pissing me off, you know? And I'm like getting outraged over something that's happening 40,000 miles away and maybe it happened three days ago, but I'm hearing about it now and it's like pissing me off. It's so weird.
1: Yeah, it's just, it's a bunch of that. And I think it's also, you know, children are a large majority of the internet. So, and I think it's hard. I think a lot of people are delusional about who's consuming their content and they don't realize that until it's too late, that like your audience was young, and you now impressed, they're impressionable, and you've now influenced them in a negative way. Mm -hmm. So, I think that's another thing. And also, last thing I'll say is, I don't know what it is, but society's obsessed with people who are obsessed with themselves. It's like this (gasps) phenomenon. It's this phenomenon, like we're almost like so fascinated by how confident they are, even if we know they're wrong. It's weird. That's why I say like narcissists are some of the most powerful people because they manifest it. Like they're the best manifestors because if you believe you're amazing and no one else is better than you, the universe goes, I agree. So there's no morality
0: in the law of attraction. Controversial people are, people who are controversial are often big, right? Like I'm thinking Mm -hmm. Andrew Tate, Donald Trump, Trisha Batis, Jeffrey Starr. But all yep. of those people—do they hate themselves, or do they blindly idolize, worship, and obsess over themselves? Like, I don't think any of those people uh, wake out of bed and they're like, "I'm nobody." Well, I don't know. It's Trisha Paytas. I feel like it could go back and forth. I but think sometimes they, they say don't. all narcissists are insecure on the inside. Right? Oh
1: yeah, I but also obsessed with one. themselves.
0: Yeah, <laughs> like I think I also think sometimes people
1: will stir the pot just to keep them relevant. I don't think they actually believe what they're saying, but they'll say it just to start.
0: God, and it really does make people, like I've watched so many Candace Owens videos on YouTube that like I get served her content now because I'll see, what was like the title? Army Hammer did nothing wrong or like all of these insane titles that are so controversial. And even though I know I shouldn't do it, I click on it. And then I watch in a fury and I send it to my friend and I post about how I hate it on my Instagram story. And then guess what? I get more of it and I get even more pissed off. So yeah, you're right. The algorithm's really good at that.
1: When I consume content, I and I'm sure since you make content, it's probably similar to you. I look at it differently. So I'm looking at like, what makes this video popular? Why are these people interested in this person? What is this person saying? I think Candace Owens is a great example when it comes to content. She's kind of funny, even though she's a little mean. She's pretty charismatic and she's kind of funny. And so she'll
0: say something that's like a general truth. And you're like, okay, well, I agree with that general truth. And then she'll say something so hateful. And you're like, okay, bitch, what?
1: Yeah. That's my point is like, there are moments in her content where she's really funny, even though it's like not the nicest thing to say. She's kind of funny. And you're like, kind of like shocked and you're Mm -hmm. in a state of shock. You're like, wow, I can't believe she said that. But like, it's kind of funny that she had the balls to say that. And then she... She gets you in that moment of like, oh, my God, and then she serves you what she wants you to eat. To me, very strategic from a content Mm -hmm. perspective. Shock, tell you something you want to hear, and then feed you what I want you to know. I feel like that's how her videos go.
0: God, And if you watch her content
1: now, you're going to see it, and you won't be able to unsee it. And it's a strategy, and a lot of people who are those outraged people, they follow that formula.
0: Those strategies fascinate the shit out of me. I was thinking about it. I think I did a TikTok video on this. And once again, TikTok's so annoying. Like I did a video on this and then everyone goes, why are you watching Jeffree Star? Because we're doing a video analyzing him and like all of the bad shit that he's done. And like when I do these podcasts, like I research people to know what's going on trending topics wise. So I was watching some Jeffree Star videos and I noticed that the way he talks to keep people hooked, he starts everything off with, hi how are you? And then he talks about something else. And then he whispers that his product is here. And then he shouts that you can get it right now. And then a sound effect goes, yay. And then it goes twinkle, 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 glam box. So every three seconds, he's doing a cadence, verbiage, or visual change that keeps you addicted to watching it. And um, these controversial people, God, like breaking down how they have so many viewers because people are like sheep, you know, and Candace Owens will say something so hateful and awful. I really want to do a video on her because I think she's <laughs> she's also a grifter, I think, that has like switched her views over the years and just kind of follows the money. She'll say something outrageous and you'll be like, oh my God, I hate this. And then you'll scroll down into the comments and everybody goes, I agree, I agree, I agree. You're right. And I don't know, I think like it's hard like I really want to encourage especially anyone who listens to this podcast think for yourself even if it means that one day you end up hating me and you don't want to listen to this podcast as long as you're thinking for yourself I'm happy about it because like that's what I want to encourage I think with a lot of people they watch like a tick. have you ever seen on TikTok like there's a controversial video and then there's zero comments and then somebody makes a stitch and they go oh my god thank god comments are turned on I didn't know what to think about that other video because I couldn't read the comments and I'm like That's terrifying. You need to learn how to think for yourself. And so many people just look at what the most popular comment is and they go, okay, that's what I think too. That's my opinion and my viewpoint. That's
1: all of my TikToks. It's all generated at the the opinion is literally curated by the first three.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But I I also think people, you need to make... Here's the thing. You have to fight against AI. So you have to fix your feed. I know that a lot of people do not want to see things that upset them, and that's fine. But you can't put yourself in an echo chamber because I think the problem we're having is we are all on a different internet. So, excuse me, it's the truth. We're all on a different internet. And when you are sitting there saying, I can't believe so many people are believing this thing. That's ridiculous because I see all this. They don't see your feed and they feel the same way. It's divided us more than ever, especially when it comes to politics, when it comes to social opinions, when it comes to LGBT rights, everything. It's divided us because One side sees one thing, the other side sees the other. We have to, as people, consciously make an effort to look and consume both sides so that we know what's actually going on. Because if you're all the way here, you're not seeing half of the story. And if you're all the way here, you're not seeing half the story. And that's hard to do, but I make a conscious effort to push my feeds to show me everything or nothing. Like, if I don't want to know anything about the topic, I don't want to hear anything, blah, 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 or don't recommend, don't recommend. But if I want to know something about it, I need to make sure I'm following or at least engaging with content on both ends so that I can get the full story. But yeah. I have to do that work because the algorithm won't do it for me.
0: It is, right? Like, if you want an actual opinion on an influencer, you can read their snark page, but then you also have to read their fan page, and then you have to look at somewhere in the middle, and it's just a God, It's really interesting. And the For You page, you're completely right when you say that we're on a completely different internet. I remember like last year, I was like, well, it's crazy because like the number of eating disorders are like skyrocketing. Like everyone's talking about it on TikTok. And this is like before I knew about like the algorithm of my friend was yep. like, no, Shannon, those are like the videos you're getting, like yep. personalized to you. I was like, oh, okay. So it's not, I thought it was sweeping the nation and it was happening to everyone. And then I was like, oh, no, okay. I need to shut my mouth about what's on my For You page because it really can get. yourself away
1: but it's but it's like the truth like people actually believe that their page is the only thing that's going on and the only truth like i have conversations in real life with people and i'm just like you're doomed like you're we're doomed as a society i could talk about this forever like whatever anyways
0: no, it, it's it fascinating.
1: It stresses me out because I'm like, you're losing your humanity. You're losing your emotions. You're losing your identity. And that's the only thing that will propel you forward to be the best person and the best version of yourself. And when you fall in line and become a robot is when you're lost and you lose forever. And so this it's is, like,
0: it's, like, so it's, uh... like the,
1: it's the antithesis of what I do for a living. It like stresses me out.
0: No, it's so true. We did an episode on Patreon all about the dead internet theory, which I don't know if you've heard about that conspiracy theory, but mm-hmm. it basically says that the internet, and I promise, guys, we'll get back on topic, but I'm so into stuff. I'm sorry. This <laughs> stuff. No, it's fine. I love this stuff. Um, it's this conspiracy theory that basically says the internet died in like 2015, 16, 17, 18, and there was like a different internet then, and the internet we do now is totally different. And I do find that really true because I remember growing up, The internet, you could get lost on websites for pages. Google would never run out. There was always something new, you were discovering a new blog, a new XYZ, you were going down rabbit holes. Um, Some of the information was from reputable news sites, but then sometimes it was from like a niche blog. And you were like, Oh my God, look at this crazy stuff I'm finding. And now the internet just seems to be so surface level, top rated comment algorithm filtered for you. Like I said, we have an episode, even though it was Patreon, I think one of these days, I'm going to release it and make it public because I'm really proud of the research that went into it, but it's basically saying that like nowadays, what's also freaky is that not only do bots exist where they take the top rated you know comment and then repeat that over and over. So bots are acting like humans, but humans are starting to act like bots where yep. I will see a TikTok and then I'll pair it off that exact TikTok to someone else, basically mimicking the work of a bot. And it's just really freaky because that individuality, that authenticity, that creative spark, um, it's really it's starting to be lost, especially with AI doing essays and text messages and writing back on dating apps for you and creating portraits like everything is AI now. I hate it. Reach. Reach. Good God. <laughs> Ritual vitamins. For the last couple of months, I have had two habits. One of them is taking ritual vitamins, and then the other habit is telling everyone who will speak to me about ritual vitamins because I have been so obsessed with taking these vitamins mainly for two reasons. One, they look cool, okay? They look so cool. I've never seen a cooler looking vitamin, and they also have a minty, fresh taste. I don't know why everyone is not doing this because you feel so invigorated and clean and energetic and minty fresh when you taste them. So I am always taking my Ritual Vitamins. I brought them down for Christmas. Everyone in the family took it, and they all said the same thing. I love that minty fresh taste. Now, what is the Ritual Multivitamin for Women? It is a clinically backed vitamin for women, 18 plus. It's got high quality, traceable key ingredients in clean, bioavailable, You take two capsules per day, and it has nine key nutrients in them, and such a cool looking like beadlet in oil type of pill. It's so fun to take them. So no more shady business. Ritual's Essential for Women 18 Plus is a multivitamin that you can actually trust. Ritual is offering my listeners 10% off during your first three months. So you can visit ritual.com slash fluently to start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. All right, well, back to some of these readings. I want to talk to you about Britney Spears because when everybody, and once again, just like the Selena and Haley goes up and down, people were talking about Britney Spears. Is she still being controlled? Is she, you know, running away? What's happening? Why aren't we seeing her? And you did this fascinating reading saying that you were kind of picking up on her, almost being a little bit petty where people, she was like, okay, you guys want me to sing and dance? Well, I'm not going to sing and dance. Like you want a video of me saying that I'm okay? Well, I'm not going to give you that. And you were kind of the only, your reading was the only person. Perspective I had heard on that in terms of Britney, I found it fascinating.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, first of all, I think a lot of people are only fans of Britney because of the Free Britney movement. And I think a lot mm-hmm. of the people who don't think that she's 100% free are newer fans.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: Britney has always been a very rebellious person. I think that's why a lot of gay youth connected with her so much. And she's kind of always not done what she's told. And that's why she's a mega star i mean down to like you know her school or outfit and her making it like a little bit like a belly showing whatever that was her doing like she's always been that way so i don't think it was that crazy for me to like connect those dots i think people who think it are think it's like completely far-fetched are just not super big britney fans um but in general i also think that a lot of people again this is the one topic that i know a lot about because i'm a huge britney fan so like she used to have a website where she used to talk to us all the time. And she would have blogs and she would write things. And so it was very similar to how she talks now. Oh my God, dead internet
0: theory, by the way. I bet that happened before 2018.
1: It probably did. Um, Back when I don't remember specifically. Better. I think there yeah. was like a lion or something on the page. But anyways, she used to do that. And it was similar. Like, so to me, it's like, yeah, it's a little bit more out of control, I suppose. But so is she. Like considering what she's gone through. So it's like, she's always been kind of like a stream of conscious type of communicator. I mean, I'm sure she didn't have the best education being a child star. So it's not shocking. Um, The emojis, they're not shocking to me. She's always been a big person. She's always been very goofy. I think a lot of times people don't realize, they think like, oh, she's sick and she's being crazy with her videos. She's just being goofy. Mm -hmm. Like, She's also always been awkward. She's always had social anxiety. Like, these are things she's always had. So the entire, people have a hard time understanding that Britney Spears and Britney Jean are two different people. When she's on stage, she's a different character. And when she's off stage, she's her goofy, kind of awkward, almost introverted self. And it's just, like, a hard thing, I think, for people to swallow. As far as the dynamic in, like, her, like, Like, is she really free? Is she not free? Um, I think that she just is not being what people want her to be. So therefore, they're trying to control her. And if not, that's what she perceives, which is why she's acting worse. Because she's like, I was already controlled. Now I'm still not good enough. Fuck you. I'm going to literally rebel even harder. So it's like, I don't see how people don't realize that. And like, some of the theories that I see are kind of just like, I'm convinced that these people are doing this for... For, for video views. I don't I think yeah. they actually believe this. They're like, oh, she's a hologram and she's not real and everybody's in on it. And I'm like, you are posting this knowing that that's not true, but you want clicks. I'm convinced because that is, she's not a hologram. Like, let's pull it together. Also, I literally know the person that made The holograms for him and his company made the holograms for like all the performances that we saw of like all the deceased celebrities. You have no idea how much money and time goes into those. If you did, you would know how stupid that theory is. But anyways, Mm -hmm. regardless, she to me is a very typical person who has been controlled her whole life, is rebellious and is still working through her trauma. I think people who think that Sam is like trying to take advantage or whatever are infantilizing Britney and are Mm -hmm. just trying to control her what's wrong? How many celebrities date people that are terrible, but aren't held to the same standard, right? If he was full of himself and selfish and narcissistic, why is she not allowed to make that decision for herself to marry him? Mm. How many of you have dated a narcissist? You know what I mean? So if he was, what's wrong with that? She's a human, and she's allowed to make that decision for herself, and she'll figure it out along the way. She'll learn eventually. You know what I mean? So it, like, pisses me off that she's held to this completely different standard, and no one will acknowledge it. I'm like, you... And you're literally... It's literally like, Becky Sue from the middle of nowhere, who literally <laughs> his boyfriend, is, like, a terrible person. And I'm like, why are you mad at Brittany, then? Like, you should deal with what you have at home. It just pisses me off, and I get very defensive, because I'm like, Stop. Not
0: to mention, like, if you do have a friend, or at least this is my you know, take on it. If your friend is in an awful relationship with a guy, I don't think there's anything you can say that pushes her out of it. If you say something about the boyfriend, the only thing it does is, okay, great. Now she doesn't tell you about the boyfriend anymore. It gets closer to him and your relationship is fractured. So it's crazy that it's like, if you can't even do this successfully and effectively to a friend in real life, what makes you think that like commenting on a YouTube video somewhere is gonna be like the nail in the coffin that like helps her out. But I mean.
1: They also think she's so stupid, which just pisses me off. I'm like, okay, just invalidate yeah. women on their success. Like, well, it's just what, that's what we love to do. Cause I'm like, okay, this one literally curated everything in her career, but you're always like, oh, the baby voice was invented for her. Her thing was invented for her. No, it's always been her. How many mm-hmm. people have worked with her? Iggy Azalea just had an interview and was like, no, she was like the genius behind everything. That's how she's always been. But people love to yeah. discredit women for the achievements that they have. It's always a man's doing. I could literally argue about this for so long. My, my, Point that I'm trying to make is that I feel like when it comes to Britney, people are too used to celebrities curating their feed and having a fake feed. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. that when a celebrity has something that's kind of real, they think she's crazy. Yeah.
0: And I mean, think about it. About like, about, like you have these yeah. people
1: who are super calculated, every picture is perfect and edited, and I look beautiful and my makeup is flawless, and I don't post unless I'm beautiful. Whereas Britney's like, my hair is a mess, I don't have any makeup on, I'm gonna twirl in my living room. To me, that's relatable because that's what we all do, but you're not used to seeing a celebrity post that because you've been conditioned to cure, to enjoy and consume fake content.
0: And I mean, regular people also keep at it with that air of inauthenticity and you know filtering and only posting the best parts of their life. And I think what you say about control is really interesting too because I've seen people, even people who are kind of trying to be rational about it, they'll be like, you know, I'm worried about Britney. I don't think that she's actually free. If she was free, why wouldn't she just go walk to Starbucks and like show us that she could do that. And even that, if you think about it, is a form of control, right? Like you're not free from those evil people, but dance for me monkey and do exactly what I want that will then prove to me that you are okay. And like, then we'll all be set. You know, like every single person still has a demand of her.
1: The irony of that statement It's literally, because that statement is coming from someone who's been sitting in their home, is chronically online, does not leave the house, probably has social anxiety, comments on everyone else's life, (laughs) doesn't have a life of their own, telling Brittany that she needs to leave the house (laughs) and go to Starbucks. When I know for a fact that not only will that person not leave the Starbucks, but they'll be afraid to talk to the worker because they don't know how to talk to people in person. That pisses me off. I'm like, you sound so chronically online when you say that. It's like, are you kidding me? So you won't leave your house, but she has to? Real. If, if I, was I lived Britney in her Spears, house,
0: I wouldn't have been leaving it. Thank
1: yeah. you. If I was Britney Spears, I'd be sitting in my house all day, every day, and I'd be ordering Uber Eats, and I'd be twirling in my living room. I'm finally free <laughs> and I don't have to work and do anything. That's exactly what I do. And I'd be having sex with my hot-ass husband. That's like, I feel like it's a no-brainer. Like, he
0: is like crazy hot, isn't he? Good God.
1: And also, another thing, he's her type. If you are an actual Britney fan, you know that he literally looks like a lot of the people she was with previously, when especially during her whole breakdown era. That's her type. She likes men like that. She's like the way he looks, the way his from his hair color to his skin color, to his his athleticism, to his like the way he carries himself, the way he talks, the things he's passionate about, how simple he is. She's just her type. Like and I think like unless you're a huge Britney fan, you don't know that. I'm like it's no brainer that she was obsessed with him. He's hot and she's and he's her type. He looks like a lot of her past relationships or guys she was talking to.
0: I Maybe think they're I'm just biased, so used to like. I feel like he's everybody's type. Good God! I know. He's like a they're model. just so used.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know what it is? They're so used to her being with Justin that they think that she's just like only going to be with like the perfect little white boy who's like mm-hmm. flawless and da da da. And it's like that was one ex that you guys can't let go of. Yeah. Like one.
0: And an overblown ex at that. Too, Literally. You
1: know? Literally, I'm like, you need to start focusing on Jamie Lynn and her relationship. Let's talk about that.
0: Yes. And you've done good readings on that, too. I mean, all of them are fantastic, but I really do like the Britney ones. And I do have to say, too, I love your conspiracy readings. Like, I don't know if you've been keeping up, but um, Netflix is releasing a new documentary on the Malaysian Flight 370 disappearance. Did you know that? Mm -hmm.
1: I heard Um, about it. I did a read on that a long time ago.
0: A long time ago, and it was really interesting, you were getting the energy of a powerful woman who was in charge and how somebody was set up to be on that plane. Anyone who's into conspiracy theories will know that there was some patent for some like invention or product that somebody was trying to buy but they couldn't buy. And four of the people who owned that patent, right? I think it was divided like 25% each were on that plane. And after mm. it disappeared, the patent ended up being acquired by somebody else a few days later. So I don't know if that documentary is going to talk about it. I didn't even but know it- that. It's very deep in, like, the conspiracy world. And I think I think it might have been, like, four out of the five people on were on the plane, but maybe, like, the fifth person was able to be bought out. Obviously, I don't know any of the details, but I feel yeah. like that's enough to Google if anybody wants to check it out. Um, but what I'm saying is, like, I saw the trailer of that documentary on Netflix, and it seems like they are going to try to get to the answers like they're interviewing family members and they're like oh yeah they said part of the plane washed up why are they lying to us i know that that isn't the plane and that's what i've been saying too like the plane allegedly crashed off the um western coast of australia and they found wreckage off the coast of africa are you fucking kidding me there's no way like there's how dumb do you think we are so i'm i just like that it's being brought up again because like how the hell does a plane disappear
1: I'm going to have to do another reading.
0: (laughs) There we go. A little follow up. The last question that I want to ask you is just, is there any reading that you have been afraid to do? Like I'm nervous to do Putin's blind items, but is there any person or situation where you're just like, oh, good God, like this energy just makes me too nervous.
1: There's certain people that are on my never do list. Some of them have sent me cease and desist. Some of them have threatened me. Um, Some of them I just think are not you know sort of entertaining so there's a there's a long list of people that i just won't touch or talk about um and also if people ask me not to do a reading i'll be like okay for the most part i mean there's some people where i'm like you tried it but for most people <laughs> i'd probably be like okay but like if carly if jenner came up to me like don't do a reading on me i'd roll my eyes um mm-hmm. you know what i mean so it like kind of depends on the person there's not really like a specific thing or whatever that like like makes me put that on like you know what I mean that's like a specific thing I look for that's like oh can't do that or I'm afraid of that it's more of like individual circumstances that happen that cause that to be like I'm not gonna do a reading on that
0: oh, um, I
1: think okay. people think that I'm more afraid to do true crime than I am I'm not afraid of doing true crime I'm I don't do true crime as much as I would like to because people are very mean to me Um, and very unkind. Um, I'm never good enough, I'm taking advantage of this, or I'm doing that, or I'm a bad person. Like, I mean, when I did the Gabby Petito reading, I got death threats for three weeks. Mm -hmm. And people were so nasty to me. And it was a lot of people who had just started watching true crime because of the case. So, like, they had no idea that some of us have established our names for years previously. And I ended up being really... Like on the nose with that reading. So obviously months later, oh, I, just I saw remember
0: that. you like talking about the car. You talking about travel. Right. Like I remember, yeah.
1: And people ask me to do these things because they're like, "Well, dude, like if you do it for celebrities and you have great accuracy, you should try to help, you know, the situation or the family. You'd be doing a disservice." And they're right, but when I do that, people get so nasty, and they're just like, you're a terrible person. Meanwhile, like, the news literally puts dead bodies on it, TV, and they get paid. I think I'm more along the lines of hesitant of certain things because of how mean the audience is. It's almost not worth it.
0: Do people Um, reach out to you privately and say, like, could I hire you to help me figure out this question?
1: Sometimes. I've been reached out to people from Unsolved Mysteries, um, which is cool. A couple of them reach out to me for, like, to tell me, like, my video is pretty spot on. Well, uh, I mean, Unsolved Mysteries themselves has like tweeted at me a few times and posted me on Instagram, which I thought was really cool. Um, I would love to be on that show. Like, oh, um, it's like my favorite because I've done a reading on every single episode, not the old ones, but the new one, because the old mm-hmm. one, there's like 7,000. I'm like, I'd be here all day. <laughs> um, But I think it's more along the lines of certain people will reach out to me. It's never like, oh, it's never like super big, though. It's never like, like I've done a few readings for people that have reached out to me from situations. Um, and some of them I've, I've done readings like on public and I do one in private and a lot of times the private information is different because I'm getting mm-hmm. more um, because of the intention that's set, but I think it's more of How do I word this? I'm behind the curtain, right? So like You being in, in in front of the curtain you're watching and you're like, oh, this is terrible But you don't see how many people who are thankful for what I did. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's like, you're watching, you're like, oh, you're a bad person. But the people sometimes watch it and are like, oh, like, this really was nice and helpful. And I appreciate you putting an effort forward. So I think one thing I would say is like, if people could be kinder and think about the perspective of like, certain things you might not like and others will. And just because you don't like it doesn't mean it it shouldn't exist. And Mm -hmm. I think also something, the last thing I'll say about that is like, when it comes to a crime situation, if the media is talking about it, you can't stop it. So you have two options. You can either have the narrative from the victim perspective or the narrative from the perpetrator. Okay. Mm -hmm. And if the victim's information isn't put out, people from the family don't talk, then the news has to run it from the perpetrator, which wouldn't you rather hear from the victim perspective? So I think that's like also what goes into true crime. Um, And I've talked a lot. I have a friend who works in, in news and I've talked a lot about them with this. And the news goes through the same thing. The news gets tons of death threats and horrible things because people just, I think they feel guilty consuming that content and then project it onto the person that fed it to them rather than realizing that maybe you feel guilty for consuming what you're consuming.
0: Yeah. It it's funny because like true crime took off so much in like, I don't know, the early 2010s. It, it was like, that was the reason podcasts were exist er, were made, it kind of seems like. Um, and everybody was fine with everything being gory. But then I think we kind of started to get a little bit more aware of like, these are real people. You know, we shouldn't be classifying this as like, oh, I'm like, so happy that this happened because it gives me something to dive into. But then sometimes we veer too far in that territory. And you'll just like look at a video that says true crime and be like, this is dangerous, harmful. And it's like, You haven't even consumed this yet. You don't even know what I'm saying.
1: Well, also, so in astrology, I have a stellium in the eighth house. Death falls in the eighth house. So I look at death differently. I dealt with death early at an early age. My dad is dead for a long time now. And so I don't look at death the same way as everyone else. So for me, when people are like, oh, you shouldn't talk about death. Why? It's the one of the only things that's guaranteed in this life. We're all going to die at some point. So for me, when I look at true crime, I think it's normalizing death, which I think we need to because it's gonna happen. So I don't think it should be taboo. For me, it's like when people are taboo about sex, I'm like, we're all doing it. You know what I mean? And it's gonna happen, so you shouldn't feel uncomfortable. And I also look at death as a celebration of life. Like, I don't see it as like the end. I see it as a new beginning and a way to celebrate what that person was able to bring to the earth while they were here. And I you know I've gone through a ton of therapy, so perhaps it's a therapy talking there where I'm able to look at it from a different perspective and an optimistic point of view. Um, and because I've dealt with so much loss in my life, but I don't see it the way other people see it. And I, to me, honestly, like true crime has taught me so much on how to protect myself. I've educated myself, like literally to the point where I one time moved into a new place and the neighbors were calling me the, the F And I knocked on all the doors of all the neighbors that I don't know because I just moved in and I let them all know what was going on. And everyone was like, don't you, aren't you worried about seeing, being seen crazy? And I was like, no, because if something happens to me and the police, they're going to interview or question the neighbors, they will have this story to tell them so they will know who did it.
0: Mm.
1: I wouldn't be that way if I didn't consume true crime content. So for me, I see it as a way to protect myself as well. But that's my opinion. Everyone's opinion is valid.
0: No, it is. It's more than just sticking the car keys between, you know, your fingers when you're walking through the parking lot, right? It's talking to people. It's telling people what happened, not keeping everything close to the vest just in yep. case. Um. So yeah, that, that's interesting. I've never thought about it that way. But a lot of those tips are certainly picked up by like listening to a podcast and like going on Amazon and being like, I'm going to order a door buddy because I just listened to episode seven and it scared the shit out of me, you know? Yep yeah it's true wow god well (laughs) thank you thank you so so much for coming back on again and i really cannot say any more to anybody listening go check out amphrodite on youtube i'm sure that you're already subscribed but you have to be if you're not not just to watch him eat crumble cookies on tiktok (laughs) you know leave them a little love comment next time say fluently forward uh, fans <laughs> think that you're eating this fantastically but also your readings are just so great and they're so timely too i think you just you just put up one now before we hopped on about the vanderpump rules drama mm-hmm. so anyone who's into that i only know a little bit about them but go check it out because you you churn shit out like crazy and everybody appreciates it so thank you so much for what you do
1: thank you and thank you for having me i had so much fun um, I already can't wait to do it
0: again. <laughs> I know. I know. You'll be back soon. All right. Thank you, Aphrodite.